0: Hey y'all, it is I, I is me, Love Ashley Lane, and I am going to be your guide as we journey through our voices within our body, right? Really listening to our body, listening to other people's stories, the body, right? Um. So this episode, this is our season finale, oh God. I'm excited though because I have so much more planned coming into season two and some things in between. Um, Yeah, but this is our season finale, season one finale. This episode, we are going to talk about forgiveness with the beautiful angel that I met in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, uh, Yasmin, Jasmine. So, you know the vibes, prepare your soul, your body, and your mind as we tap into this episode.
1: One of my most favorite self-care regimens
0: is to take long baths. Like I've literally just redecorated my whole entire bathroom to bring home my own spa experience. One of my favorite things to add are body scrubs. CB Soap and Candle Co. have the most amazing body scrubs. Like they're made with pure love, so much love, leaving my legs and my body and just everything feeling so good, like pure silk. Like I've just renewed my whole entire body. Enjoy spa quality products in the comfort of your own home with CB Soap and Candles. Candle Co. Go to cbsoapandcandleco.com and use code VOTB, all caps, to get 10% off your order. So my last order, which I need to order more, that I made was Coco Cashmere, which is like you want to go back into the black and white Hollywood films and feel like diamonds and pearls, like Coco Cashmere does that. At least for me, the smell, the smell is so like beautiful. Like the smell is gorgeous. And it's really like, the smell is really, really nice for that transition into the fall. Right. Like that real grounding space, um, like a nice sandalwood. But my fave, which I wish I brought like thousands of them, was passion fruit, guava, and mint. I brought passion fruit, guava, and mint when like around the spring, summer time. When we're in that nice transition from spring into summer. Sis, ma'am, sir, guy, all of y'all. Passion fruit and guava. First of all, I love I love guava. I love guava there's like this nice dance that the guava and mint do with like the passion fruit and it's 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 beautiful. It's refreshing. The mint is very refreshing and then just the smell of fruit it smells like fresh fruit with mint. Like your whole shower, your whole bathroom still smells like it afterwards. These scents are so authentic. You can feel the love and the time that was made in curating these products and how thoughtful the pairing is. It's so beautiful, so so beautiful. So go to CB Soap and Co. Candle Co. Excuse me. Go to CBSoapandCandleCo.com and use the code VOTB all caps to get 10% off your order.
2: Soundstripe.
0: And we are back. So, um, you know, this portion of the show. I invite you to come to a space where you feel safe to bring your gaze down your nose or or, um, close your eyes completely, finding a posture that works well with your body today. But one that will allow you to keep the front body nice and open. All right, so we'll take a big inhale, rolling the shoulders up to the ears. And as you exhale roll the shoulders down your back opening up the chest opening up the heart space One more time big inhale roll the shoulders up towards the ears And as you exhale audibly sighing rolling the shoulders down your back keeping the heart space open One more time because three is my favorite number big inhale shoulders all the way up to the ears. And as you exhale, audibly sigh, rolling the shoulders down your back, keeping the heart space open. And I invite you to bring both palms towards your heart space, right? Placing one one palm onto the chest, the other palm on top of that hand really allowing all of your focus all of your energy all of your attention and awareness to come to what's in your heart right as we begin to start closing out this year I don't know about anybody else but it's been a long year a lot of healing a lot of grief Yet somewhere in both of those spaces, forgiveness is what we need to walk away with. Sounds right. right. Allowing what we what may have happened to not deter us from what we deserve, and the number one thing we deserve is to not hold Sounds weight right. in our heart that doesn't belong to us. To let go of bitterness to release anything that is tugging on our heart that is not like us, that is not a part of our divine makeup. The heart space is, uh, the color here is green, right? So as you continue to ground your hands down through your, your heart space, envision that green light. Right. Just like in a traffic light, that green light giving you permission to go, to let go, to make room, to grow. Right. Most things that we see that grow or green. So give yourself permission in this space to allow what has happened to help you grow yet release it and let it go. Shifting your perspective of this person, this place or this thing that you may be struggling to extend forgiveness to, right? Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to excuse behavior, but it means that we let go of what that behavior might be calling us to hold on to. Because at the end of the day, we're all imperfect people. We're all still learning. We're all still growing. And if that other person is choosing not to grow, if that other place, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a a city, who knows, right? Because we hold resentment for places Because of things that have taken place So letting those things go Forgiveness does not mean That we don't remember It just means that we allow What we remember to help us grow But not keep any rocks or any blockages In those spaces within our heart Because then we don't allow room For what needs to come in what needs to help us, what needs to protect us, what needs to heal us? Staying here, deepening the breath. And when the body is ready, you can release the hands, right? Take a big breath in and release and allow yourself time to come back into your body. Maybe you allow this time to journal and we will be right back. Anybody that knows me knows that coffee is my thing. I wake up in the morning, I get me a cup of coffee. I also truly enjoy teas. Teas are so healing for the body, mind, body, and spirit. Ocean Royalty Healing's mission is to lead through transparency as a vessel to inspire healing. Each of their products are made with pure love and with the intention to provide emotional healing. Whether you're indulging in one of their herbal tea blends or, um, or their thoughtfully crafted intention oils, you do so with so much joy. Ocean Royalty is here to offer physical, spiritual, and emotional healing through the curative power of energy healing, herbs, and crystals. Try any of their products at OceanRoyaltyHealing.com for 10% off with the code VoicesOfOcean. May peace and blessings reside with you always. And when you say healing energy, I can feel it, right? I never use products that I don't know where other people's hands are because healing comes from the hands. And these teas, amazing. I got the lavender chamomile tea to drink at night. And when I tell you the lavender is so potent, it hits you. And you, like, before you even take a sip, the the lavender coming from the cup with the nice steam when it's nice and hot, my eyes was ready to fall asleep. Like, my eyes were closing just off the smell. Like, I, I was about to fall asleep with it sitting in my hand, right? And it also tastes so good, so good, so, so good. It's so... It's so pure. You can taste the purity in this tea. I've also used, or drink, I still drink, the Goddess Womb Tea. The Goddess Womb Tea, I highly recommend, ladies, uh, and men, you can buy this for your ladies, Right. Um, to help ease cramps during our, our cycles, our moon cycles, during after our cycles. Right. To help bring blood flow back in, to help clean out anything that needs to be cleaned out, to keep our wombs healthy. Ladies, this goddess womb tea is packed with vitamins, iron, magnesium and antioxidants. And it's made with red raspberry, nettle leaf, hibiscus flower, orange peel and rose hip. After I had my miscarriage, I was told that red raspberry, well, I googled what I should eat, what I should drink, all those things. And I still, I haven't stopped drinking red raspberry tea. Red raspberry tea has been a saving grace. So this goddess womb tea is really good for clearing out any of those energies, right? Really restoring the womb and restoring the body. Our creativity comes from that space also. So go ahead. And head over to Ocean com for 10% off with the code Voices of Ocean. And we are back. So as I said, this is the season finale. Yeah. But I need some time to regroup and work through what we're talking about today, <laughs> some more forgiveness stuff. Um and like I'm so excited for what's planned for the coming season so just be patient I promise I'll be back okay but this episode I have the beautiful angel I
3: met in Puerto Rico (laughs) Miss Jasmine how are you good good I'm glad I'm here so exciting Mm -hmm. Yeah. So,
0: um, I met Jasmine at a Head Start conference in Puerto Rico and really getting the time to like chat and get to know her, like y'all her story is amazing. Um, and instantly what we were talking about, like just off the rip, I was like, do you want to be on my podcast? She was like, yeah, (laughs)
3: yeah, me on the spot.
0: (laughs) And then we just kept talking like casually. So, Um, she's, she's such a light y'all. Like she's, she's so fun. Her energy is like nice and light and fluffy. Like I just, I so enjoyed my time with you. So enjoyed my time with you. Like I didn't want it to end, especially when we went
3: out. Oh, I know. No, your energy was just amazing. I'm so glad I got to meet you.
0: Thank you. And
3: we just connected so quick.
0: So quick. So quick. I remember the first day, like at registration, uh, you were with Erica and I was like, Oh my God, her pants are so cute. And I was like, I love your pants. And I didn't think you heard me. I was like, I know I'm gonna see her again. I'm gonna tell her I'm how much I love her. Pants. Uh,
1: thanks.
0: <laughs> um, so normally I like, I have a bio, but I wanted you to just kind of like talk about you, describe you, give yourself your own bio.
3: So my name is Jasmine. I'm from Hoboken, small town, single mom of three amazing children. My oldest will be 21. And my youngest is four, you know, K4, you mm-hmm. know. What can I say? Um, I just love my kids. I've been working for Head Start where we were all, you know, we met in Puerto Rico. In March, will be 18 years, me working with them you know, and it's just an amazing program. Yeah, And I felt like I've grown so much just being in there and just meeting amazing people, which you were one of them when we went, <laughs> I got this opportunity to go to Puerto Rico.
4: Yeah.
3: That's just me, simple, but amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. We love Head Start. Like, even though I'm not with Head Start anymore, I'm still trying to like figure out how to contract with them. Cause it's, it's such an amazing program. Um, And it takes people like you to, you know, kind of keep the program, the running the way it needs to and servicing the families that we service. Um, and y'all, she does not look like she has a 20 something year old. I'm just going to throw that out there. When she told me that I was like, no, you're not just stop. It.
3: Yeah. I get that all the time.
0: <laughs> um, so I wanted to, um, Like, so this episode is all about forgiveness, um, which is like a big theme I know for me right now, um, and has been this whole entire year. And again, like I said, like you telling me your story drew me in that much more deeper. Um, so just kind of talk about, you know, your journey to where you are now, right? Maybe like your own life story, um, how you became a mom, like
1: all of all of the things.
3: So forgiveness is, it's a hard word.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: we know people, it's funny cause let me just rewind, last night we had dinner with my sister and you know, I was just telling her, I met this amazing person, I'm gonna do a podcast for her tomorrow. And she was like, what's the topic? And I said, forgiveness. She's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> she was like, mm-mm. And I was like, well, what, what's going on? And she's just like, I know, I know how you are with this. And she's like, I'm not there. I just, mm. I can't, I can't forgive. I can't even hear the word forgiveness. Mm. And I said, yeah, that's, it takes time. Yeah. It took me, I want to say about 18 years to let go.
4: Mm.
3: And the only reason I say that is because. When I, I met my children's father in high school,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, high school sweethearts in my eyes, not his eyes, Yeah, you know, cause you know, he was doing his dirt, but I was just in love and like, wow, this person's giving me attention. And it's just like the attention that I felt I needed. So let's rewind again. I am adopted. Mm-hmm. So I was raised by my aunt and my stepdad, which was her husband at the time. And I had an amazing family. She always told me who my mom was, which was, is her sister. Mm-hmm. But I always felt this void. And I don't know why. Yeah. But I was raised correctly and loved and spoiled at the same time.
4: Mm-hmm. Because
3: these two people dedicated their energy towards me and showed me what love was. But I, inside, I still felt a void. So when I met my children's father in high school, I was like, oh, this is the void I've been missing. (laughs) You know, this attention, all this, you know, is just mine. I got pregnant very quickly. I had my son. It was an in and out relationship. And I had my daughter. And again, I just felt if I did all the things he asked for, I would have this happy family. Yeah. You know, so, oh, you live with your mom. This is why we can't be together. So you know what? I left. And Mm -hmm. I struggled because by leaving, I left going nowhere. Mm -hmm. I became homeless with two children, Mm -hmm. bouncing from house to house. Yet this man knew this his whole time and he never helped me. Mm -hmm. So then I was just like, I need to get a job. I got a job. I went into, you know, public assistance for help. I gave myself a deadline because I said I need to grow not only for myself but for my children. Yeah. And it it was hard. It was a very bumpy road, you know, road. I bumped into obstacles. I struggled. I had to do things I didn't want to do just mm. to support my children. <clears throat> and it was just like, wow, I still couldn't see that this man was not good for me. Mm. Cuz I said, yeah. no, I you know, I need to have this family. Because I always thought, oh, I'm adopted. So, let me show my kids And have mom and dad together all the time. Yeah. So I just at one point I got so tired. I went to my mom and I said, How what can I do to come back to you? Mm -hmm. So she's like, you gotta follow my rules and stuff like that. So I moved back in with her. My children's father moved to Puerto Rico. Haven't seen my kids in like 12 years. Mm. You know, no communication or nothing. (laughs) All of a sudden my daughter was about to turn 16. She wanted a sweet sixteen. I couldn't afford that on my own.
4: Yeah.
3: So I had to run to the people, the least people I wanted to run to was his side of the family. Mm. You know, his mom and all that stuff. Which we had, you know, um, communication here and there. You know, my kids would see them here and there, but not like a full blown relationship. But I wanted to give my daughter what she asked for.
4: Yeah.
3: So I sucked <clears throat> up all my emotions and stuff. And, you know, I reached out to these people. And of course, it was their granddaughter. They wanted to help. And I let them and he got involved. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. this man pops out of nowhere. And he comes to the C-16 with entitlement because, you know, he coughed up a couple of hundred dollars. Right. So I'm here. Daddy's here. <clears throat> you need to open your ar- arms to me. Mm -hmm. So that was hard, right? I think that's where everything started, like, in order for me to move on, I need to forgive this man. You know, we need to, like, lay it out on the table because by seeing him, my wounds opened up Mm -hmm. and they were hurting again because I had a lot of questions. Like, how can you just get up and leave your children? You know, not about me. I don't care about me, but for them. Yeah. And come back like if nothing, like if time has not passed by, like your kids were five years old when you left them. So when I looked at my kids, they you know, they're brave because now once have they said no, absolutely not. They just sucked it up Mm. and they, you know, I think they got that from me because I always told them you have to give people second chances. But not knowing that we gave this man multiple chances. Yeah. <clears throat> but we saw the good in this person.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, mm-hmm. so my son came and asked me and said, you think it's okay I can build a relationship with this man? Like, would you approve? And I'm like, that's your dad. Yeah. Don't go for it. But with caution. So he did. And I want to say three months into that relationship, actually, I was mortified
4: Mm. like
3: there was anger building up i hated this man and that's a word i do not like to use yeah such a strong ugly word yeah in my book and it's just like i've noticed my son's um energy and attitude was changing towards me so i'm like what is this man telling my son i raised him all on my own he was starting college my Mm. daughter turned 16 he turned 18 and graduating High school, which he invited to his graduation. You know, during the pandemic, it was a limited seats. So there's only three seats. Mm. He invited my mom, me, and his father.
4: Mm.
3: Now that was the icing on the cake for me because this man was not here for none of the other milestones, not even high school. And you invite him to sit in the front Like, if he was there for everything, but I couldn't say anything because that was my son's day. I just had to swallow all my emotions. Yeah. And I caught myself one day crying and just telling my mom, I need help on forgiveness because I'm turning into a bitter, ugly person. Mm. Because this man comes back. with open arms into another relationship gets this woman pregnant has another child and you're not even there for the other four children you had. Yeah. So it's just like, how do I forgive this person? So my mom is very, you know, very Christian and she's into her beliefs and stuff. So she's like, you have to learn how to forgive for yourself. Not for that person. Mm. And I was just like, what?
4: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was just like, you're right. (laughs) I
3: need to forgive because it's not for him. It's for me. Yeah. Because if I don't forgive, I'm going to hold on. This is just going to grow and grow and grow. And then I'm just going to see everything else ugly. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was just like, I got my baby to raise. Like, I can't be a bitter person going crazy because I'm telling you, I had ugly thoughts coming across my head. Yeah. Like, what can I do to this man? What can I do to his family?
4: Yeah.
1: You know, and
3: I'm like, that's not me. That's not who I am. It's not my nature.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: You know, and I just say, you know what? I have to have faith. I need to forgive in order to move forward. And another big thing, when you've been through so much pain, especially in a relationship, Mm -hmm. you think that all of them are the same.
4: Yeah. 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 So I was just like,
3: it's like, don't talk to me. Keep walking. (laughs) You know, all men suck.
4: Right. There's nothing to see here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I was just like, no, I need I need to stop. I need to stop and reflect. And I now I actually thank this person Mm -hmm. that he put me through so much pain and put my kids through so much pain. Because I feel like by not going through this, I would not be the person I am today. I hmm. was very childish i was very petty
4: mm-hmm. back then mm-hmm.
3: you know and i just felt like i evolved and grew so much from the moment i forgave this person and he's put me through so much so much pain yeah,
4: yeah.
3: like i've lost friends i've lost family members because you know people tell you what you don't want to hear
4: mm-hmm.
3: and i was like no you're wrong you're wrong yeah so like forgiveness is not for that person it's for yourself yeah. but also not forgetting the pain and the hurt that, that person puts you through
4: yeah yeah wow because
3: <gasps> you know people be like oh i'm gonna forgive and pe- yeah when you hear that word forgiveness people are just thinking oh you're letting that person back into your life because you forgive them
1: yeah yeah no. Or even,
0: or even, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Or even like, if you, it's almost like people think forgiveness is, is like the action, right? It's like, I forgave you. So now I have to allow myself back in, in the same space with you. And it's like, that's not really how that works either. That's not how that works. Like, Forgiveness, like you said, uh, and I'm so glad you said that, um, organically said that, right? That forgiveness isn't for the other person because a lot of people think that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that forgiveness is for that person, but it's like, what do they, like, what are they gaining from that? You make forgiveness for, you allow forgiveness to be for the other
1: person if you now don't set boundaries, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
4: Wow. Mm.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's mm. a word you always got to think of.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just
3: like my sister, I was like, when she heard the word forgiveness, she's like, no. It was like an allergy. She's like, no. <laughs> no.
4: She's like, did and you just
1: curse at me? What? <laughs> <laughs> Which,
3: you know what? I get it. It takes time. Yeah. You know, she's going through something, yeah. everyone's going through something. And You'll know when the time is right to forgive, but not for that person. It's for yourself.
4: Yeah. Because
3: forgiveness to me is letting go.
4: Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I
3: cannot move on if I'm still stuck on that pain from years ago.
4: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Cause you allow that to take up space in your heart.
0: And right. it's not,
3: it's not a great feeling. It's mm-hmm. not at all. I found myself crying multiple times throughout the day. And I'm like, why am I crying? And I was like, because you know what? You're not feeling it, but you're thinking about it, not knowing that you're thinking about it.
4: hmm hmm yeah, wow.
1: Did you ever, Um. did you ever get to a, a point where you were like,
0: okay, I have to forgive myself for even like, thinking about this hate towards him or thinking about, you know, all the things that I can could, I could do, I could do. Well, to yes, him.
3: because um, if you're a person of faith, which I am, and mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was raised going to church and stuff like that. So the moment you think ugly, you're like,
4: oh, mm-hmm.
3: oh, you know, so it's just like, because you're not that person. Yeah. I, literally, you feel it in your soul when you think ugly.
4: Mm. And that's when
3: I start crying because that's not the person I am.
4: Yeah. Mm.
3: Sometimes I be like, oh, shake it off, Jasmine. Shake it off. You know? And I'm telling you, I've, I've been in the dark side where
1: I was like, I'm going to jail. <laughs> <'Cause I> was- <laughs> Tonight is the okay. night I'm going to be wearing that ugly orange. Oh, because- <laughs>
3: Because the pain was just so, because you sit there and you'd be like, how can this human yeah. do this? Yeah. And not only to you, but to the children he helped make. Mm. 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 And it's not one, it's two. So mm. it's just like, how do I forgive? And I'm like, you're right. I, so I need to forgive for myself. Yeah. yeah. But to the point, if this man, we haven't crossed paths at all day we do i know i will be okay and he will be a total completely stranger to me
4: Mm -hmm. because i
3: let you go a long time ago
4: yeah Mm.
3: you know and my kids had to go through it on their own and they did and they made their peace they want nothing to do with this man you know they forgive him but they don't forget the pain that he has caused them yeah. But in order for them to move on, you know, my son is in an amazing relationship going on eight years, you know, and this man told him, taught him the man that he needed to be.
4: Mm. Mm.
3: So like I told you, when you sit down and you reflect, you say thank you Yeah. because all the bad things you have done to us, you taught us to do the opposite.
1: Mm. It's perspective, right? It's yeah. all shifting perspective. Um
0: did they so when they when when the when your kids like kind of moved through their their space with forgiving him was that in the midst of like you being in your space because one thing one thing I I notice in your story is that you are like it's it's the plight of a mother right it's like I gotta hold on to all like like all the pain and anger isn't just for you; it's for your kids, yeah. right? It's like I don't, I like you can call me everything under the sun, but these kids, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna allow you to disrupt where they are. And I think it's so brave of your son to even ask you, right? Is it okay with you if I, you know, see with a see what a relationship with, with him is like, right? it also shows vault, the vulnerability that you are giving him to be able to discern, right? Yeah. To, you know, and oh, when you look back at that, right? It's almost like that needed to happen for him. Cause like you said, he was able to learn what kind of man not to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Like no,
3: and I And I'm sure him growing up without a father, he always had that what if, Right. The same as me. You know, he when he left, he, he got married. He you know, he had more kids and all the things that I've asked for. He didn't do with me. He did with someone else. Mm. And I always had that. What if when he came back? I was like, what if? But what if we we're able to co-parent? Because that's all I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't want to form a relationship with me, fine. Yeah. And I force no one. But we have children together. Yeah. I always wanted that positive co-parent.
4: So
3: for a split second, he played that role until he got into another relationship and just pushed his kids and me to the side,
4: Mm. which his whole
3: family did. So that his family pushing me to the side, it it was just like, wow, I felt betrayed. I felt used over the years. So when my son wanted this relationship, of course, inside, I wanted to say no. <laughs> like stay mm-hmm. away. Right. But I know as a mother you can't do that cuz you you have to let your kids fall and be there to pick them up.
4: Yeah. No matter
3: what situation it is. Yeah. So I needed him to see for himself what type of man he was. He wasn't a good man. Mm. You know, he he and it's because he doesn't know how to love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that that could have
0: also been like the, the start to your, your journey to forgiveness too. Right. Because yeah, you could have easily just been like, you know, most moms where it's like, no, like you're staying here with me. You don't need to have anything to do with him. You know, all of those things and leave him with all these questions for the rest of his life. Right. So it's like the, the little bit of time that he was able to like, you 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 not being bitter you choosing not to be bitter and then choosing to then not put that on your children like that's powerful that's that's mothering <laughs> that's that's healthy parenting because a lot of parents from what i've seen and and you know from just like our generation growing up a lot of our own healing work that we're doing is from what our parents Thought they were shielding us from, right, and yeah. they they knew what they knew they they didn't know what they don't know, but it's like, what if, right? Like, a lot of us at our big age have questions that are still what if you eliminated
1: that for your son?
4: Yeah. that's
1: powerful. That's powerful. Wow, and
3: forgiveness uh, is a journey.
1: Mhm
3: it does, that does not come easily at
1: all. Yeah. Yeah. What did forgiveness look like for you in, in your growing up, right? Um.
0: You shared that you're adopted and that alone, right? Just working in this field, you learn, you see what those, what some of that looks like, right? Especially depending on how, what age this child is getting adopted if they're teenagers like well you know you know it's like it just makes it a little bit harder to to reel them in um yeah but what did that journey look like for you being adopted and um still having con like still knowing and having some contact with your
1: birth parent?
3: um I was adopted very young like mm-hmm. newborn and um I'm very thankful for my family taking me in because I was adopted within the family. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was just, a it was a loving home. I mean, there was, you know, arguments and stuff, you know, my mom and my dad arguing all the time. We wind up moving to another apartment that he didn't want to move into, but it was, she did it for me for a better, you know, opportunity to live in Mm -hmm. and, my dad, he was a great dad until he started, you know, he had an addiction, and it got really, really bad, to the point that my mom had to make a choice. Mm. Um, it's either stay and my daughter has to see this yeah. or you have to go. So when my dad was out, I did not like my mom for a very long time. Mm. I was 13, preteen, you know. Your your family separated, and now you barely see your dad. So that was that was very tough mm-hmm. because now it went from a mom and dad to a single mom raising her child.
4: Yeah,
3: and my mom was bitter for a long time. Mm. So that see forgiveness there for her took a long time. Yeah. Cause even though I'm um, adopted, I had a lot of qualities of him
4: mm-hmm.
3: installed. So I was, you know, a reminder yeah. of the person.
4: Mm. You know? And
3: mm. I loved my dad.
4: Yeah.
3: I was like daddy's little girl. So when that was separated, I didn't like my mom for a very long time. Mm. Like we we were the ones fighting all the time. And um My mom just, you know, she looked into her faith and went to church and did her own healing. Mm -hmm. And my healing was looking for boys, which was my kid's father. Right. (laughs) You know. Yeah. I met him at Mm fifteen. He was seventeen. And I think that was the void that I was looking for. Yeah. Because when my dad was gone, I felt like I didn't have no one. So that. And that's when everything started. That's when my journey truly started, to be honest, at, at 15 years old.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's And being
3: confused for a very long time, not knowing who I was.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: But I still, you know, I have a relationship with my biological mom.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Health and has a mental illness and health-wise, she's not the best. Mm-hmm. But she's coherent and know who I am. And I know who she is. You know, and I always say, as long as she's living, I'm going to take care of her. Yeah. Because it wasn't like I was given up by choice. She had to. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Because of her mental illness. So that right there was an automatic. Knowing that growing up, I've always forgiven her because it wasn't her fault.
4: Yeah. To have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, like when forgiveness comes into the picture, you always got to see the situation.
4: Like, mm. why? Mm-hmm. You know, mm. when it's a
3: very bad one.
4: Yeah. That's when it takes a lot of
3: work. Like, how do I forgive?
4: Yeah. And that's when I
3: always repeat myself forgiveness is not for that person, it's for yourself.
4: Mm.
3: How are going to move
1: on? Yeah. yeah. If you're always stuck thinking about what happened and how you were hurt.
3: Especially if, if it was a relationship like mine, how can I get into another relationship if I cannot forgive?
0: Yeah. Cause then now you're looking with a different exactly. set of
3: eyes. Exactly. And I'm always comparing or mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, we're fighting now. Oh, so you're going to do this? Yeah. And the other person's like, what are you talking about?
4: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. So true. So true coming back to perspective. I think it's, um, how old were you when you were able to like realize that your mother had mental health, your birth mother had a mental health diagnosis that was just unable for her to, to keep you?
3: Um, I always knew as a kid, but understanding the concept, I want to say I was about maybe 10.
0: Okay. Okay. And that's early to Mm -hmm. like, even begin to say oh well that's okay you know like i think the earlier um the earlier we can get kids to learn empathy the easier it will be for them to learn forgiveness right cuz thinking about thinking about head start right working with that age group they forgive people super quick, super
1: quick, right? It's oh, like, because
0: oh.
3: Because Head Start is focusing on the social emotional part. Yeah. That is so much needed. hmm I mm-hmm. think that is so crucial and the perfect age to install that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because when you,
0: when you can learn empathy, right? At an early age and also see it being modeled, then- as, as you grow, right, you move through all these different, um, milestones and developmental ages coming into young adulthood now and adulthood, like all you're able to, it it makes it easier, right? It doesn't, it's not easy, but it makes it easier because something's already innately built in you to empathize, right. And automatically shift perspective. Is it always like that? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Man, we toss around uh, I hate this person every now and then right if we're going to be honest and real I was crying last night like saying to myself oh my god I, <laughs> I hate him so much and my grandmother's like no 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 no
3: we don't know yeah, do <laughs> but the same here same here don't t- I'm not this lovely bubble you know bubby person I'm like oh I love you I love you I love you too no I'd be like "I can't stand you." <laughs> But generally, when I get to that moment where it's hitting me back,
4: yeah, I am
3: able to move, like, you know, cry it out, shake it off, and move forward.
1: Yeah. You
3: know, because I'm the type of person that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And this person was not meant to be. In our lives, because it's just not only me, it's happened to all of us in this household.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
3: You know, and I remember two years back, to be exact, because this all happened, like resurfaced again after, you know, the bandaid was on for so long and he came back. This was pre-COVID time, just right in the pandemic, actually. Mm
4: -hmm. And it's
3: like he ripped his bandaid off of me. And I was just gushing blood and like, how do I patch this wound up again?
4: Yeah. Mm. You know,
3: so even at that moment, I was like, I would not go back to the person I was years ago. Because I worked so hard to be the person I am today. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I always say things happen for a reason by by just this person moving away for so long. And not seeing or hearing from him, I was able to heal. Yeah. So by him coming back, it was like, I'm back. (laughs) You know? But I was just like, no, not today, Satan. You're Mm -hmm. not coming in here.
0: Listen. Yeah. Because, and I'm glad you said that because it's like, I think when I was having my moment last night, I was saying to myself, I was like, of course, I'm doing an episode on forgiveness tomorrow. And this is what comes up. But then something hit that was just like, I don't want to give this person that much credit to take me
1: over like this. Cause then that's giving power to, to the enemy and then that's giving them power, giving
0: the enemy power to distract me from whatever it is I need to focus on. Right. It's like, I don't, I, why I don't want to give this person that much. Like, I don't even want to cry over you. Like that's already too much energy to give you. Right. So it's like, just when I thought that forgiveness was like, Oh, sign sealed delivered. I'm good. Right. It was like something, like you said, that that resurface, right? It's like if somebody, it's like the wound's been fine. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, I see you have a scar there. Let me touch it and dig in it. It was like, no, leave me alone. I've been fine. Like, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. What what you touching it for? And it's like, oh, because there's something else in there that I need to get all the way out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, there's like a piece of charred glass in there that is still like eh, it's it's cutting me but I'm, I'm like I'm able to keep walking and keep moving and keep utilizing this arm and keep doing what I need to right yeah. um until you get to that place where it's like I have to be completely done and completely let this go and whatever that has to look like, right? I'm, I'm up like deleting pictures, <laughs> blocking face, but like whatever that looks so like. That's,
3: that's part of that right there. What you're saying is part of the beginning stage.
4: Because
3: mm-hmm. I'm in the stage that I don't have to unblock. I do not have to delete.
4: Mm. You know,
3: we can cross paths and I will be okay. Yeah. I do like deleting memories blocking you're still healing
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: so you're trying to erase the physical like pictures the images and stuff but the inside what you're feeling it's hard to erase you can't just go let me click on my heart real quick delete you know you can't do that
0: Literally, I found an envelope where it was like hide pictures. I'm like, yeah, let's just tuck these in there. Can I pull some of this into me too? Yeah, and tuck that in there also. Oh, there's more. Let me just keep like any pictures of like me from that time too. It's like, I'm gonna tuck all of that in
1: there. But I think also it's, I think what also helps with that is being aware.
0: And giving yourself grace to say, this is where I'm at in my journey, right? It's one thing when you kind of let it overtake you, right? And that's where the bitterness comes in. Because it's like, oh, well, I'm fine. But you're mean to everybody.
3: (laughs) That was was me two years ago, (laughs) I'm telling you. It it was just like, it was just an ugly feeling. I felt like there was a heavy, dark cloud over me the whole time. Mm. And I was catching myself being mean to my friends. At work, I was just, like, grouchy all the time. And it was because I was thinking about my son has a relationship with this freaking man, mm. you know? And it was, it was bothering me. Yeah. I remember my coworker, because, you know, you're at work and you vent and stuff like that. She said, you have to let it be. You have to, you know, let your son have that relationship with him. And I'm like, why? I took <laughs> care of him for 17 years. Mm-hmm. I raised him for 17 years. Yeah. When he was sick, when he was throwing up, you know, fever as high as 105.1. It was me all the time there.
4: Mm. The
3: good and the bad.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So, him coming here to a grown man, because my son was a grown man.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But as I saw the relationship and the way he was treating him, oh, he sees my son as that five year old he left. Mm hmm. So it's just like, huh, okay. But I stepped back and I needed my son to see the type of person he is.
4: Yeah.
3: And he broke my son's heart again, of course. Mm. But I think that right there by him seeing it and saying, no, this, this man don't want a relationship with me. Yeah. You know, he, he's not even trying hard enough. It was more of, I'm going to look for him when it's convenient.
4: hmm
3: so I think I made the best decision is just walking away and just healing myself because I caught this bitterness going on.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo!
1: Forgiveness, my God, my God.
4: That's, it's a
3: powerful word. I'm telling you, my sister showed me that. That's- <laughs> she's like, you just cursed me with the plague. Get out my head." Yeah, <laughs> no, she's just saying, like, no, I can't forgive. Nope, nope, dope.
0: And I think even to, to be able to articulate that, right. And say that out loud, like that's, that's part of the journey, right. Because people want you to just do it so quickly and to move on from it. And it's like, mm, there's in theory, that sounds good. Right. But it's like, there's, there's a process here and everybody has to work their process. Right. Cause it's grief, at the it end is. of the day, it's grief. It's it's going through. So like you have those and air quotes, right? On those stages of grief, right? But then in that forgiveness is like its own. So it's like, oh, here's grief. Grief A, grief B, grief C. And then it's like forgiveness in there. And then forgiveness has its own, its own set of things, right? And it's like, if we allow people the space and the time to tap into their awareness of what's coming up from for them, right? In their body. So even how you said that you could feel it in your soul that, that bitterness was trying to to take you over. And it's like, okay, wait, like I feel something in my body that doesn't feel good. It's
3: manifesting in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's trying to to take over. And it's like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want that. Right. So that awareness. Will like now tell now signals okay well how do I how do I get rid of this because I don't want to live with this right so if it's let yourself cry scream curse curse his name a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) be honest about what that pain is because pain is inevitable change is inevitable grief is inevitable those things happen like they're they're a part of life right like the scriptures say God didn't promise just rainbows and sunshine like he he promised the rain also like it's the duality you need both so if you never
1: went through that how would you know what sunshine feels like yeah and it's different stages like the first stage is the
3: you know the crying Mm -hmm. and the hiding the pictures deleting memories and stuff and then the next stage is is you get to a point where you're numbed. Completely numbed. Like, you're struggling to cry. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's always that different amount of level that you're getting to until the last stage. And I feel like I am in the last stage. Is I let it go.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you find your way, whether you, like you said, scream it, cry it out. Climb up a mountain, scream it out to the top of your lungs. um, I found for me is writing down. Mm -hmm. That was very therapeutic for me, writing down. And, you know, just sealing them up, putting them away.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. You always got to find your way. that's going to help you get to the point where you're going to forgive and let go. Yeah. It's not for that other person that other person is still going to be doing what they're doing. It's for yourself.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, whew, Man. Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: talking to my therapist. Um, what month is this? This is November. Maybe like a couple months ago. The last session I had with her, and we were talking about forgiveness. And I can say that I've, I'm in a place of forgiveness and then I think because this is like all the anniversaries, right? Everything is still kind of fresh. All the anniversaries of everything are rolling around and like I'm at the point where I'm like I'm ready for this year to be over because I don't want to hit another anniversary like I just I like this has been the year of like okay, now we got to truck through all these anniversaries, right? Um because there's there's a there's a miscarriage also connected to this person right so it's like moving through that and realizing like the last time this person texted me i like i could feel that i was just like yeah no i'm not going to allow you to keep treating me this way like i'm that's not okay and my moon cycle is like moving. So it's like that. And then like all the anniversaries. So it's like last night, I was just like, like rage hit me. Right. And it's just like, I can't stand. This. <laughs> I can't. I just, I just, Oh, but he's lucky he's in another state. And then something came
1: over me. and was just like, yeah, no, he's not even worth all that energy. Because the more I sit in that, the more I harbor that,
0: the more I push away what's for me and hold that up. Right. And it's not that I'm looking to jump into something like, no, it's not even about that. It's the love for myself, that energy that I can give back to myself, the energy I can give back into the work that I wanted, you know, that I want to do and the focus. And, you know, it, 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 it takes your focus somewhere else. So I was telling my therapist that, you know, the way I've had to move through forgiveness, right, is one, recalling my energy back from the situation, right? And from him and what what that looks like, right? And two,
1: realizing that he's still a child of God, Correct. I don't what I want for
0: him when we were together and this and not even just him. Right. Like my relationship with my mother, my son's father. Right. It's it's. And when you talk about like family and the uh, girl, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. The stuff I went through with my son's father, um, I was just like, like, I have to forgive you all at the same time while still allowing my son to be around you. And he's coming home and telling me, oh, like my son is a writer for me. Anybody knows my son at nine years old. He will he will go toe to toe with for whoever for with whoever for his mother, but like to drop him off and pick him up, and every time he's coming home, oh mommy, so and so had a conversation about you. Oh mommy, I heard this about you. Oh mommy, why are they saying this about you? And it's like, how disrespectful can you be? But because I like like forgiveness, like every like forgiveness was a
1: daily job, right? So I was telling my therapist that what helps me forgive is moving away from that Eros love and moving people back into agape love. Because at the end of, at the, end of the day, if I'm going to be a servant of God,
0: and claim myself to be a King's kid, right? I have to move according to how he treats me and how he commands for us to treat people, regardless of the pain, regardless of the hurt, right? Yeah. Part of that forgiveness is, okay, God loves you. So I'm going to love you the way that he loves you,
4: mm-hmm.
0: which is still be in service, still pray for you, still still wish the best for you, still talk positive you know, all those things, but that Eros love, like,
1: is like, it's, it it has to come down and I have to move you back up into agape love. Wow. Yeah.
4: You said it very good there. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) And, but it's, it
0: took me a minute to even realize that that's, that was the process that I had to, like, I have to, I had to name what that was. Cause it was like, I feel it moving. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes it, it sways. Sometimes it's like one day it's like all eros, Right. And then I can easily, like it can sway back to agape, yeah. but it's like, for me to be able to wholeheartedly forgive you I have to move you back into agape love and remove whatever power the love I have for you would allow me to keep giving to you, even with you not being in the same space as me. and again, being any and everybody, right? because they're like friendships, what that looks like, especially if they're longevity
1: friendships and and remembering that grief is also. A part of that.
3: No, it's correct. I mean, friendship too. Like my kid's father's sister was my best friend.
4: Mm. Well, I had to let go of her too. So
3: when I tell you, it was all—it was all coming in like a curveball, just hitting me from left to right. But I had to let go, forgive, to move forward. Hmm. Because she was not the friend that I needed in my circle.
4: Yeah,
3: and then, you know that that word that they always say—I don't know—in like our Hispanic culture, you know, blood is thicker than water.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's just like I gotta let her go too, as much as it
4: hurts.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, same.
3: It's just a—it's as- a, a healing process. It's just, and I—I I stick to it. You know, forgiveness is for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: My pastor always says not forgiving someone is like you
1: drinking poison and hoping they die from it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I heard him say that, I was like, well, here we go.
0: (laughs) 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 Right. Guess I got to start not drinking that stuff anymore. Huh? But yeah. And I think that's hard. Like for some reason, that's that's
1: if not just as hard, harder, right? Is the mm-hmm. friendship. Mm-hmm. It is. Cause that was the same thing with me and my son's father's sister.
0: It was like that day my my like it, it was some something had happened between like my son and at school and then my son's father came like it was it was and he said that his sister said that I was like talking about him to like some weird stuff and I was just like wait what and you know it was like I I at that point was just like yeah no I need to like back all the way up mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah
0: back all the way up and strictly keep these relationships for my son because I don't want my son to not have a relationship with you all like all of you right same thing and it's like I need him to be able to 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 discern what's real and what's not what's truth and what's not and what's good for him and what's not right so giving yeah giving them full autonomy over their body, their thoughts, their feelings, all of that.
1: Yeah. Um. Wow. So what does, what does this journey look like moving forward for you now?
3: A whole lot of peace, honey.
4: Yeah. A whole
3: lot of peace. I mean, having my daughter, my youngest is four. She has been the ultimate blessing. She has been my focus. Mm. You know, and I just had no and no no time for bitterness or anything.
1: Yeah. She's
3: literally my my ray of sunshine. Aww. So I, I always say, like I said, things happen for a reason. She was my reason.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: She stole your face too. She's,
3: yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> the cutest. And she's she's my fresh start. Mm. She really is. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, how, how can you come home being upset, being bitter, looking at that face? And yeah, trust me, I have bad days and bad nights where I cry and stuff. But then I just look at her and I'm like, damn, I did good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always say if you have to have something or, you know, or someone, focus on that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Focus all your energy on that. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. You know, I said I need to build my career. You know, move up in you know in the work that I'm in, and my family. Focus on my son, making sure he finished college. My daughter, making sure you know she just graduated high school. What's her path gonna look like?
4: Mm-hmm. Helping
3: her clear any you know obstacles that come along the way, and then my little one.
1: Yeah, because you know I, this mama gotta be here for her. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful, so beautiful, so beautiful. Jasmine, thank you
0: so much, so so much for this conversation and being being vulnerable and honest with us about what forgiveness looks like. Because it's not easy. It's It's not. not It's Mm -mm. not.
3: And I hope anyone who's listening to this podcast don't be like, "It's easier said than done." No, we know it's not a walk in the park. It's going to take a lot of time but you got to do the work and it's not for that other person. It's for yourself. Yeah. You know, heal. You got to heal from the inside out.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Peace is on the other side of forgiveness. For sure. Peace is on the other side of forgiveness. Joy is all the fruits of the spirit. Joy, love, hope, like all, all the things, all the things. When we don't yeah. forgive, we push ourselves further
1: away from those things. Yeah. and just
3: eliminating any negativity that's the main factor
4: yeah 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 yeah
1: anything that's going to keep you in that space yeah
4: Mm
1: -hmm. wow ah thank you so
0: so much so 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 much and we will be right back
4: thanks
0: One of my favorite things to have at home with me when I need to just unwind and relax my mind and my body or when I'm in those really deep healing spaces and just need something to bring me back to center are candles. Vintage Essence is a black woman owned company that specializes in candles, wax melts and car diffusers. I also love my car to smell good. VE's goal is to provide you with items that make you feel comfortable and relaxed and that make your home your jam. Who doesn't want their home to be comfortable? Who doesn't want their home to feel safe and smell good and to feel cozy? Go to VintageEssenceCo.com and use the exclusive clo- code that was created for our listeners, Voices15, to get 15% off your order and become a Candle Cousin today. Listen, y'all, my favorite candle is Hookah Lounge and Rest Your Cakes. I was able to get some samples of Rest your Cakes Hookah Lounge was in a sample box that I got that she that Vintage Essence did during Valentine's Day. I brought myself a cute little Valentine's Day candle set and brought myself some flowers. Ladies, don't ever think you can't buy candles for yourself on special holidays also. Hmm. Beautiful scent, long lasting, just like filled the room so quickly, but so softly at the same time. These candles were definitely made with love, definitely with prayer hands, knew it like it's like the, the candle knew exactly what I needed when I needed it. So don't forget to use code Voices15 at VintageEssesCo.com. Y'all I didn't know That I Also needed That episode (laughs) Um Yeah Jasmine is such a beautiful person Um What a year It's been it's been it's been a it's been one hell Sounds of a bad. year. One hell of a year. Um I'm grateful.
1: I'm very grateful.
0: <laughs> uh to get to this episode. Yay, you guys, I finished my first season. I'm so happy. So happy. So grateful. Um thank you to all of you who trusted my journey. Who 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 rode rode this out with me. Um this These first 20 episodes. Um, Yeah, forgiveness is a journey. It's a journey. And when you choose not to, the only person you're hurting is yourself. The only person you hurt is yourself. Um, And as Jasmine and I talked about, like, when you allow yourself not to forgive the other person it creates bitterness and in a in, in a stale heart in you it does nothing for the other person and I think one of the things that lead me to constantly moving through forgiveness is not even wanting to give my energy my focus and my attention into those 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 not so good feelings and emotions that come up um towards that other person right it's it's now become a power struggle and and a thing of control and confusion and God is not the author of confusion nothing that God does um is confusing and leaves you with no peace Even if you don't know what's going on, there's still a level of peace that you have. And knowing that I don't know what this is going to look like, right? But I'm at peace. I have joy and I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting God, the universe, Allah, whoever, whatever, however you describe this higher power. Just leaving yourself open to goodness, and when there's confusion that is coming from the other so person sure. and how you are being treated or handled or just all of that, it's that's not that's not what is meant to be. Um, so forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. And I'm so grateful that. I continue to forgive myself as I forgive other people. Um, it's not an easy thing because we're human, right? It's we're human and we're made from love. And there's there's an expectation that we have that surrounds our beliefs of ourselves and what we deserve and. There's trauma that comes into play There's all kinds of things That t- that come into play The bottom line is Knowing and understanding that forgiveness Is for you It's to heal your heart It's to give you closure we, We're not always Going to get closure from other people Because sometimes those other people Don't know that they're Being hurtful and harmful I will never Forget That And I would love to have her on my show I I also like was really close to writing her And saying listen I need to come on your show Iyanla Van She had a a clip right I didn't even see the episode I may have seen the episode But I think I saw the clip before I saw the episode In in the promo for her show um, Fix My Life She was saying to somebody, you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to observe how they love and then decide if you want to participate. And ever since I've heard that, it has shifted so much in me. My perspective of people how i can't i can't make somebody love me i can't make somebody see me i can't make somebody do anything for me right yet i have to know what it is that i deserve how i want to be loved how i want to be treated how i want to be seen and held and all of those things protected and see, and if the people around me do not also mirror that, right? Because because we're all taught how to love differently, right? And it all stems from our childhood. We're all taught how to forgive differently, right? It all st- stems from our childhood. Um. So when 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 someone shows me how they love. And it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel aligned to me. It is now up to me to decide if I want to continue engaging in energy exchange with this person. Right. And there's not one particular person. Right. And this is forgiveness is a journey. And there's never just one person, one situation that we have to forgive. Right. If you've lived long enough. Then you, you 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 know that there's 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 some situations that are coming up, and it's probably like, oh, I didn't. I thought I was over that, or I thought I forgave that. Someone messaged me the other day, and I got kind of like agitated. And I was like, I'm realizing. And I said to them, I'm realizing in this moment, I thought I forgave you, and I didn't, because I could feel when I saw your message something rise in me so I forgive you right because I don't want those stones in my heart that doesn't mean that I have to still engage with that person right and that's what that's that's the biggest thing that I want people to understand right and I had to explain this to someone yesterday someone I love like me and her can have these conversations just because I forgive you does not mean that I now want to be back in the same space with you right because my body still and i like and I was going in my brain today just preparing for this episode like my mind was kind of all over the place it's yeah, like, been a crazy crazy week but I also went back to the episode with Savannah um when she talked about um her miscarriage and right. The Shame Around Her Body, where she said her body wants her to remember something. And I thought about that today where it's like, my body still remembers how this person treated me. So yes, I forgive you because I want to heal. I want to break myself free from the prison that I may have continued to keep myself in by forgiving you and allowing you to stay in my presence, right? But my body is still remembering how you make me feel. What comes up when your energy and my energy are in the same room? I feel guarded, I feel defeated, I feel defenseless, I don't feel protected, I don't feel safe, and that's okay, right? So just because we forgive somebody, it doesn't mean that we have to put ourselves right back in the same space with them. Because then it's like, well, what are we doing? We're just we're just going on a rat race. We're just like, what are what what are we healing? Right. Maybe it's going to take some time apart. No communication, not being in the same room for you to be able to do that healing work and hopefully prayerfully that other person is doing their work also, right? But we can't worry about what that person chooses to do or not do. We have to make the conscious decision of, I do not like how you show love. It does not make me feel, it, it, it makes me feel X, Y, and Z, and I choose not to be a part of it Because it makes me feel X, Y, and Z That's it That's the post All right. So I hope and pray That this first season um, Has really helped y'all Has really opened up some, some healing Space for y'all um, Message me let me know what you want next Again I do have like some I have some plans for the next coming months um, For season 2 to start So But yeah like Let me know what you guys want to hear about next What you want to see All the things If you have questions If you want to discuss any of these episodes Right 20 episodes is a lot for my first go around but I'm grateful, I'm grateful to every person that has been a guest on this show. Sounds um, You all are so near and dear to me. And as much as this has healed all of you, it has done a number of healing works right. on me. And I am forever grateful for all of it. So, I need to take a little break. (laughs) I need to refine my footing in some spaces and really, really just take a step back um, and recharge, right? I'm not going to call this voices of the body and tell y'all to listen to your body and not do that for myself. So um, there's a lot of other things that I'm working on. I'm not leaving the podcast behind. This is probably my top favorite thing to do and Yeah, yeah. So I hope you all have a beautiful rest of the year. Um, Yeah, and I got some good stuff for you guys coming in January, moving into the new year, moving into the new year. I love you all for free so, 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 so much. Namaste.
2: Soundstripe.
1: One of my favorite things to have at home with me when I need
0: to just unwind and relax my mind and my body or when I'm in those really deep healing spaces and just need something to bring me back to center are candles. Vintage Essence is a black woman owned company that specializes in candles, wax melts and car diffusers. I also love my car to smell good. VE's goal is to provide you with items that make you feel comfortable and relaxed and that make your home your jam. Who doesn't want their home to be comfortable? Who doesn't want their home to feel safe and smell good and to feel cozy? Go to VintageEssenceCo.com and use the exclusive clo- code that was created for our listeners, Voices15, to get 15% off your order and become a Candle Cousin today. Listen, y'all, my favorite candle is Hookah Lounge and Rest Your Cakes. I was able to get some samples of Rest your Cakes Hookah Lounge was in a sample box that I got that she that Vintage Essence did during Valentine's Day. I brought myself a cute little Valentine's Day candle set and brought myself some flowers. Ladies, don't ever think you can't buy candles for yourself on special holidays also. Hmm. Beautiful scent, long lasting, just like filled the room so quickly, but so softly at the same time. These candles were definitely made with love, definitely with prayer hands, knew it like it's like the, the candle knew exactly what I needed when I needed it. So don't forget to use code Voices15 at VintageEssesCo.com.